everybody, and welcome to the Hub World podcast. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you, <laughs> and also with you, and with your and with your your fourth coast. Um, so, as if you can't tell already, we are doing a Star Wars ep- episode for May the fourth. Um, we don't really have Star Wars news to talk about, so we thought this will be just kind of like a shorter special, and it's just going to be us because we haven't done so very much yet, aside from our one of our earlier episodes where we talked about video gaming. We're just going to give you our opinions on Star Wars, which, as with everybody's opinions on Star Wars, tend to be something that you, you will fight and argue over. Um, but we're going to talk about our favorite Jedi, our favorite Sith, and our rankings of the main Skywalker saga films. So um today um we we are here i am jules from the hub world and i'm joined by mateo from the hub world and for the making his debut appearance qui-gon gino <laughs> yeah okay that was terrible. <laughs> sorry i had to you're terrible well, sorry mr skywalker didn't think you'd take offense to that ah, this should be a fun one yeah wait 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 but we wait riley's here <laughs> riley is here Lurking in the shadows. Riley's here. Uh, or shall we call him Rayleigh? Please don't. Uh, no. <laughs> please, exactly, please don't call him that. <laughs> I even take offense to that. Darth Gingis, how about that? Darth Veed. Darth Veed, okay. Rylo. Lord Veed. Oh, Rylo. Yeah, Rylo Ken also works. Rylo, Rylo Ken. Ken. <laughs> okay, silly Star Wars names aside. Uh, yeah, may the fourth be with us all on this very momentous of all fandom days. Uh, should we start? I'm with Master. Jedi? I'm Master Juluminara. Jules Minara. Juluminara. Juluminara. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with them. Anyway, uh, we can start with. Let's start with Jedi because Jedi are boring. <laughs> excuse, hey. excuse me. My favorite Star Wars characters are Jedi's. Then Jedi. you are I, lost. Get out. You're automatically banned. Get out of the podcast. You are lost. Are you... Um, I'm the plural of Jedi higher. is Jedi. It's not Jedi. I corrected myself. I corrected the myself. Per, the, wait. Plural of Jedi is Jedi, not Jedi's. Okay. Yes, I corrected myself. Alright. Okay. So, okay, here's the case. We're going to talk Jedi Sith. Um, top Jedi Sith. But I know what I'll ask this question when we get there. But let's talk Jedi. So I don't think we need to rank them. But let's all just say who our favorite Jedi is, like our number one. And if you want to mention two, that's okay. But let's just all try to say one for now. Like, who's your favorite Jedi? And this can well, be from games. This can be from films. This can be from literature. Like, whatever you want. Okay. We um, should do so... Jedi, Sith, and then, like, non-Jedi Sith character. All right. So and, I was. Oh, wait, wait, hold on! Hold I'm up, gonna... hold up for the non-Jedi Sith character. You mean non-Force user, or just not one who? I'm no gonna one... say that's what I was gonna say. Is I I want to clarify that. So I think for the purpose of this, we can classify Force using characters if they typically do have an alignment with that. So for example, even though Asajj Ventress isn't actually a Sith, she's a Dark Jedi. If you're gonna say favorite Sith, I would put her there. Same with like Ahsoka Tano. Say her in Jedi. Kylo Ren wasn't really a Sith, but say him under Sith. Whereas if you're gonna say a character who's like actually like non-affiliated ever with Jedi Sith, but is a Force user, like the I can't remember his name for the fucking life of me, but the guy from um, 
the guy from Rogue One, the the blind Johnny Yen's character. Yeah. If you want, like, he, you wouldn't call him a Jedi because he's like he's Force user, but he's he's like not affiliated with anything. That's the way I'm looking at it, at least. That's why I think you should look at it. Okay, so I want to start because I know someone else is, or someone else is probably going to say this, but my favorite Star Wars character, period, is also my favorite Jedi. That's Obi Wan Kenobi. So, yeah. uh, yep, that was I was going to say that too. Yeah, Obi Wan is a boss, like. He's hilarious. He's uh, Obi Wan. I don't. He's not the best, like, uh, like, com- like lightsaber combatant. I don't believe, but he's very skilled with the Force. And also, like, when they announced the Obi Wan Disney Plus series, originally I think it was supposed to be a movie, but uh, like, the, every, like for years, everyone's wanted Obi Wan story, like you and McGregor, McGregor to reprise the role of Obi Wan. Hello there. For a reason. Like that character is just super iconic and just, oh, uh, just he, his witty dialogue with Anakin. Like people say what you want about the prequels, but like I think everyone can find common ground with the fact that Obi Wan was awesome in those shows, in those movies, and Obi Wan also was in Episode Four and has fans from that era of Star Wars. Like he's just a super likable character, and just he's just fantastic, and I just can't wait for that new show. So yeah. I, I I'm gonna echo what Mateo said here with uh, Ewan McGregor's performance. Uh, That's um, honestly like most of it is stems from Ewan McGregor. My love for the yeah. character stems from Ewan McGregor, <laughs> but like. Yeah, he's good I, at Clone and, Wars too and stuff. So yeah, and like that's the thing. Like I haven't seen too much. Like I still have to actually like go and watch Clone Wars proper through because like I've picked up a few episodes here and there, and like I really like the characterization of Obi Wan like that was in that show because. I was also a big fan of his of Ewan McGregor's performance in uh, episodes two and three, and and one, yeah, and in all of the memes, Obi Wan memes are great. You have him in General Grievous, just the hello there. It's it's just good stuff. That's just my favorite Obi Wan Star Wars. Like Star Wars meme probably is it's it's probably hello there. I, I like that one. Even though, like there's a lot of good ones, but like memes quality stuff. Shout out to prequel memes. Like and subscribe if you're a prequel memer. But yeah, I'm not going to go too much further into that. And like, you have some great characters and stuff on on the light side. Like, I really liked uh, like General Coda's stuff from the Force Unleashed series. I wish that they could have done more with his character and like being like the blind master leading a student. Like, I find that was like really cool. And they could have gone more, but like, Obi Wan still number one for me. Mine's got to be, you know, Barris Ophi. Get out. Leave. <laughs> I'm joking. What? Um, I have no idea who that is. No idea who that is. Master Luminara's uh, Padawan who like turned dark side in Clone Wars. Remember her? Barris? Oh, is, is she the one that had like the most like in Disneyland when they had build your own lightsabers? Like, no, that was no, that's Mare's Brood. Brood. That's Mare's Brood. Brood. <laughs> no, Barris is the one. Barris is like the alien. She's like uh, she has like a hood and like she was like Ahsoka Tano's friend, and then she turns, and she's part of the reason why Ahsoka starts to like doubt the the order because of the way they treat Barris after she turned. Um. Anyway, um, that was a, obviously a joke. Um, my favorite Jedi is probably, I mean, it's close. It's between a f- a few, but I think ultimately, it's Qui Gon Jinn. 
um, just because I like his philosophies, and I think they align a lot with like my philosophies as a human, which is like I like when I look at religion, like I I understand the purpose of religion, and sometimes my values lie with particular religions, but I also understand the the dangers of like organized religion. I relate a lot to to Qui-Gon in that sense where he's like, I like the Jedi values. I appreciate what the Jedi are doing, but clearly like the system is flawed and needs to be reworked. And there needs to be more like, like there needs to be more awareness around this. And I like that aspect of his character where he's not quite gray Jedi. Like he hasn't quite left the Jedi order. Cause he still like believes in a lot of their values, but he also is there to like challenge and acknowledge that like there's shit that you're doing. That's that's wrong. And that needs yeah. to be reworked. And I like that aspect of him. All right. Well, it's hard for me to pick a favorite. Um, I have quite a few that I would want to like mention, but like as a general rule of thumb, I don't really like Jedi all that much. Most of the ones who I'd pick for this Jedi topic would be like Force Fluid, really. Like Force they kind of shift, shift between like characters like Anakin or Kreia or Maris or... Brood. No, not Maris Brood. Or someone like Kyle Katarn or Juhani. No, I don't like Juhani that much. Basil's better than Juhani. Um, Jolie is sick as fuck. Oh, pardon my French. Jolie is it's awesome. Okay, I've, I've, I've sworn. Everybody um, gets one. I think it really, it's, I know it's a base, like one of them's a base. Well, actually, they're both kind of basic picks, but I mean, it'd be really, it's really hard for me to choose between Anakin and Revan in that case. I like, I've, I'm a real sucker for the whole fallen hero sort of shtick. But um, wasn't. Like with Revan, like the one thing that like I've always like questioned about Revan isn't like Revan who you want Revan to be, like as you play. Canonically, through... though, there's a story that it follows. I mean, yeah. Canonically, he was the Dark Lord of the Sith. Like he was a Jedi, and then he became the Dark Lord of the Sith. And then after that, it's... oh yeah, sorry, spoilers for Kotor, which is how old now? Twenty years old. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think we talked about the story. We we gave story spoilers for Kotor in the last Star Wars episode, so I think so. Yeah. fair game. No, we did. Yeah, but who knows? They might get a remake soon, so it could be fresh for some people. No, I'm pretty I sure it is getting a remake. It's now, still remastered. That's uh, that's neither here nor there. But yeah. okay, so like, what's okay? Like, what's the canonical uh, story of Revan then? The the canonical story is he was Jedi. He went off to fight the Mandalorian Wars. Um, at some point, the I don't actually know how Tor influenced it because I kind of repressed Tor as being a thing. Um, so, supposedly, the Sith Emperor from in the Unknown Regions had some influence on him. He turned, came back as a Sith, tried to kill the Republic, um, or not kill it, but take over. Then Malak betrayed him, and then the Jedi captured him before, or mind wiped him, and then he was a good guy again. And then, and then didn't Tor, he go dark side a little bit again? Yeah, Tor, well, Tor retconned it again. He's like, he went crazy and went dark and went light, and it's a mess with that. Yeah, he ba- he bounces back and forth a lot. Yeah, but the thing is, like, he's what I also like. He's similar to Qui Gon in the sense that, like, even though he bounces back and forth, he's never really fully Jedi or Sith ideals. He's like, I follow the Jedi, but like, I also see the flaws in them, and I think they're doing things wrong. And even when he's a Sith, he's not like completely power obsessed like Malak or like some of the other Sith we see in like the movies he's very much like using the dark side can be beneficial like he's very like the, I feel like the way they've characterized Revan has always been like he's choosing the side that he seemed he thinks is better for the world he's yeah. not really like he's very much he's, the hero of his own story yeah he's like what 
how I always like what I always thought of Revan is he's he makes the force serve him as opposed to serving the force. Yeah, he's not like wacky evil like Palpatine. He's just like he's just like I'm trying to do what's best for the world and like different things suit me at different times. Oh yeah, and I like Vader because he's a sad boy. But what about Kylo Ren, who's like angsty boy? Him too, him too. But he's I can't really he he wouldn't really fit in the Jedi top uh, category, would he? Oh no, not Jedi. No. Yeah. Okay. Right. Anakin's Anakin's angry sad boy, so I relate. Yeah. Um, right. Okay, we ready to move to. I guess that was a good segue, right? Like just yeah. like how Revan can kind of straddle the line a bit, but yeah, and and. Riley, do you want to go into a little bit more about like which Sith in particular? <laughs> yeah, sure. You want me to say uh, like I you could say that Revan and Vader are my favorite Sith, as like just like <laughs> Revan and uh, Anakin are two of my favorite Jedi. But I think when it comes to Sith, my clear cut favorite is uh, Nihilus. Mm, yes, I like I like the whole uh, almost Lovecraftian esque horror he adds to the Star Wars universe. Even though, as when Jules played Kotor, he said he didn't seem to think he did much, which. He didn't. I mean, he really didn't. He had a good presence, and if you played the the restored content mod, like I said, if you played it on PC, he would have done more. Would have been better. But you're like, no, nah. it wasn't that he did nothing. It's that I was surprised that going into the game, all I had ever heard about the game was about Nihilus, and of the like Sith lords that appear in the game, Nihilus seems to have the smallest presence. And that's where I was like, I, it's I interesting. Think smallest physical presence but everyone talks about like everyone's terrified scared of him yeah but that's why i'm just surprised that like he had such a big impression not only like in the game universe but also just like beyond the game universe like me as somebody outside of all of this had only ever heard of nihilus not the other two when the other two play such a, like a much bigger role in the actual narrative than he does remember well, like this is all, that like kotor and stuff was like around during like the proto internet and like when things were starting to like heat up more like like there wasn't really yeah. a lot of like internet talk but there was a lot of like I know. friends at like conventions yeah, stuff talking about like oh my god this Darth Nihilus character let's I talk think, and true lot... and that's like a lot of it came from Riley cuz he likes Darth Nihilus he's yeah. the lord of hunger he's the the patron uh, Sith of fat Riley yeah <laughs> patron Sith of fat Riley <laughs> consume um... But yeah, the thing I think was like the reason why I think um, Nihilus left such an indelible impression on the, the fandom is because of the way they present him in game. Like, there's so much build up to his reveal and what he's gonna do, and I think he had a pretty like a fantastic design to his character. The mm-hmm. fact that he doesn't speak a word of basic is pretty cool. He speaks in like the language of the Force itself. Really adds to the whole. The, I don't know. Makes it like a mysterious character. Yeah. There's a lot of mystery. Yeah, the fact like that he eats worlds is also pretty cool. Yeah. So he's basically Darth Unicron or Darth or Galactus. Galactus. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, that's it's pretty solid. Pretty solid, Mateo. Right, Giuliano is probably going to do a better job of explaining my favorite because I'm pretty sure it's his favorite as well. <laughs> I'm going to pass it off to him, and I might pitch in a little bit after that. But uh, wait, okay. Say what so it is you're first. not saying mine. I want you to say it first. Okay. You, so you want me to go? Yep. Okay. Um, I am the household um obsessor of the greatest Sith Lord of all time, Darth Sidious, aka Emperor Palpatine. Chief um, Palpatine. Chief. The Senate. The Senate, yes, also known as the Senate, also known as 
all the Sith. Ugh. I mean, okay. that's the thing, is why choose one when you can have them all by picking Darth Sidious? <laughs> Dear gosh. I still don't understand why they did <laughs> Frick, now I'm mad I didn't say all the Jedi when we did Jedi. Um, um, but <laughs> um, I'm a very big fan of Palpatine. I own a silicone Palpatine mask that I wear sometimes to pictures <laughs> with Santa Claus. Sometimes. <laughs> Can we please insert that photo here? Okay. We, we could. Um, the, business, the business Sith? The, oh, yeah. One year we, yeah, one year we did the business Sith, and then we did ugly Christmas sweater Sith. Well, oh, the, the full story is that when we were um, when we were going to, to see episode 7, some of us were going to cosplay. So Gino was wearing a Darth Vader helmet, and our other friend Robin, who may or may not appear on the podcast in the future, um, he was wearing a Darth Maul mask and they were at a mall and they decided there was Santa there so they decided to take a picture with him in these in these uh, Star Wars cost, uh, costumes Robin, and so then, then Robin's the, friend the was an time, elf Robin's, one of Robin's yeah. friends with an elf so we, we had an in with Santa yeah so they yep. had an in with Santa so then the next time two years later when episode 8 came out we decided before the movie, we were like, we're going to do it again. But then this time Gino and Robin couldn't make it. So it was just me and Riley. So I had my silicone upper Palpatine mask on and Riley had the Vader um, helmet. And we took a picture of Santa, but we called it Business Sith and we wore suits. And then the, for episode nine, we were actually all four of us able to get together. Um, and we went to Santa and we all wore ugly Christmas sweaters. And Riley was Palpatine, or sorry, Riley was Vader. I was Palpatine. Gino was Kylo Ren and Robin was Darth Maul and we took a picture with Santa. I'm pretty quite, sure I have the um because we also like for the episode eight one is the business Sith. We all got together uh in the parking lot and in the parking lot photos. we all took pictures. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna yes, put that photo you, I'm gonna make sure yes. to put that photo in. My favorite you... part of the story was the part you left out where when you put on the mask you made small children cry. <laughs> Yes, yeah, or the best part where the the holes in the eyes of the silicone mask are so small that I couldn't see myself. And I had so Riley you. as Vader had to had to like literally escort me through the mall the way like Vader would escort Palpatine by like the arm. It was that is dedication. The, that is dedication to a character. Yeah. Um, oh. In any case, um, I love Palpatine. I'm completely biased when it comes to Palpatine. I think anything he says is amazing. Anything he says is amazing. I have played Palpatine in a spoof movie we once made. Um, yeah, I yeah. constantly he's, quote Palpatine. Constantly he's mean the, Palpatine. On, like, he's the most quotable character in Star Wars movies. Like, By far. memeable character like, as well. It's not even close. It's not even close. He's, and, like, so... he's one of he's the like, most... I don't know. I think, I think prequel Anakin has a shot. What I love about Palpatine is, and I don't think any other character in media can do this, but he's like simultaneously so wacky that it's laughable, but also still intimidating in the context of the world. Like, it's yeah. like anything he says, we can like meme to a point where we laugh about it. But in the universe, he's not actually like a joke. Like, it's very interesting, like the, the dichotomy that comes with Palpatine, because it's like, how does how does that function? But he's just I love him as a character. I think his his like philosophies and his character are just very interesting, especially when you go into some of his stuff from the EU, um, as well as some of the stuff in the like 
current universe. Um, so I, yeah, I just like Palpatine, but we can go on from there. Yeah, I was also going to say, I was going to say Palpatine also, but like, I guess for like the sake of being different, um, you know what? I can't think of anything. Like, I, I honestly can't. Just now, I'm just thinking about like us hanging out at Christmas time as the Sith Lords. Darth <laughs> Maul's like, pretty cool. Like, I, I, I want to. Like... Yeah, <laughs> Mateo, yeah, be Darth my Maul's shout out. Cool. Be my shout out. Go my for shout it. out, Darth Maul. Yeah. Especially like I wasn't expecting Darth Maul to come back, and like I've, I, I know. Like... It was, honestly, I thought that was one of the coolest things. Like. Like that, they brought oh. Maul back for Clone Wars. Like that, I just remember, like everyone was like a lot of like people were so hyped for that, and it paid off. Like it was done fantastically. And they also Clone hinted Wars. at Maul at the end of the the Solo movie as well. Yeah, and that didn't really go anywhere. All the stuff with the dark saber was like really really cool as well. It's just I I yeah. honestly like I you know what I'm making the I'm making the commitment today. Tonight is May the 4th. I I'm going I'm going to start watching Clone, Clone Wars. I know Justin started watching like he finished watching it. And now it's my turn. I I got to do yeah. it cuz I've just heard nothing but like good things about that show. I've convinced myself. Thank you. Okay, so that's the end of I guess the Sith Lord segment. What are we uh are we are we going to actually like go and rank the movies and like hate well, each well, other for like well, the next hour? non <laughs> non Jedi Sith that character. That was so hard for me. My favorite non Jedi Sith character, even though you could technically throw him under the umbrella term of Sith, but he's not a Sith, so I'm going to use him. Um is I like General Grievous. I think he's just really cool. I okay, so here's the thing. My first exposure to General Grievous was in the old Clone Wars, like Samurai Jack animation. And I thought he was so badass. I thought he was so cool. And I loved him. And then, unpopular the opinion here. The 2001 was, uh, Clone Wars, like, mini saga? 2003. Oh, okay. Yeah, 2003. But yes. But here, this is probably an unpopular opinion. But when I saw episode three, I liked him even more. Because he went from being badass to, like, this bitch. And I love him. I love his character of, like, this slimy piece of shit, like, general who's just, like, doesn't give a shit about anybody, like, his superiors or his underlings, and will just, like, run from a fight. But he's also very physically intimidating when he chooses to fight. But he's also just, like, the first to run. He's, like, not... Like, I'm leaving. I'm just gonna... He's, like, the kind of person who would just, like, like go... He's the kind of person who would lie his way through a Riscopoli game to win. And I admire that. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're General Grievous. I'm General Grievous. Okay. You're not physically run away when it suits you. Fight when it suits you. But mostly yeah. run away. But mostly run away. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 can see why, I can see why you would like that. That's, that's pretty good. Call me a uh, a bit of a bandwagon jumper and stuff with uh, with the release of the Mandalorian. I've thoroughly enjoyed Star Wars like properly for like Baby probably Yoda. the most. Yeah, Baby Yoda is definitely a no. I'm I'm actually gonna say like I really like um, the actual character of the Mandalorian and like his his journey. Right, he, he went from going from like okay, uh, he's not quite selfish because like he's doing everything to help his. Um, everything to help his his clan right at the the early days taking in those bounties doing a lot of work 
and accepting literally half the pay in some cases to like basically just pay the bills for his for his clan of Mandalorians, right? And just that show has, in my opinion, has done so much good for the Star Wars universe because it's okay. Like, it's just, it's a Western, right? Like, I really like that Western kind of, like, it. it's Cowboys in Space. And I've recommended that show to so many different people, especially, like, my older family that grew up watching shows like Gunsmoke or Bonanza and things like that. And they have no means, like, knowing anything Star Wars. And they've come back to me and say, wow, this is actually really good. It reminds me of my childhood when I was young watching those shows and everything and it's just like what they're able to do with that character it's like it's also kind of like video game progression in a certain sense as well like the mandalorian starts off with like bad armor bad abilities and as as he's going through the show he's getting upgrades he's getting his best scar plate he's getting different weapons different tools and stuff kind of upgrading his arsenal as well to the point where it's like okay last upgrade you got your jet pack here you go and then like most recently in uh, at the end of season two, he got a really nice upgrade. I'm going to avoid spoils because it is still kind of fresh, but that moment was just really cool. And like his attachment to the child, he goes from like not really caring too, too much about anyone outside of his clan to like basically betraying his own code to do what he can to help this, uh, to help baby Yoda out. And it's just, I find yeah, that, that yeah, no, 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 it's baby Yoda. <laughs> um, and it's just, I find that that, like his his character like his story his arc where where his character is going the the Star Wars like the like outside of the Skywalker saga is is in a really good place right now and I really like that so I'm going to have to say yeah, the Mandalorian is definitely my favorite non-force user or non-affiliated character I'm happy Gino mentioned someone that isn't force uh, a force user uh, because my second favorite character, formerly my favorite character of Star Wars, and Giuliano's favorite character uh, in the original trilogy, uh, Han Solo. <laughs> Han Solo is my favorite. Uh, is my he's my second favorite character. Uh, Han Solo, very similar character progression as Mando. Like he started off as very uh, you know, reserved. Only he really cared about was Chewie and his the Millennium Falcon. He was a smuggler. He was a scumbag. He was a nerf herder. He, uh, you know, he was all about himself, all about getting money and swindling and stuff. And then he met Luke. He met Leia. He let met let or met Obi Wan. Uh, he finally learned what it meant to to be in, you know, to have like a family, to have a, 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 a good like base, a good home, like a, a, he had, found a, a home outside of the Millennium Falcon with those characters. And they gave explanation or whatever about why he's the way he is from, from uh, Solo. It wasn't the greatest, but like still Han Solo, he's in a lot of ways, He's the heart of the original trilogy. He's like the normal person. He's the guy that would react that way. Like, like mo a lot of people would act that way if they were just dragged into this, uh, dragged into this crazy world, 
And Han Solo, like, to me, he was just the most, one of the most relatable characters in the original trilogy. And I was very crushed. I knew it was going to happen in Force Awakens with what Harrison Ford said or whatever, but still, it, 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 it still hurt. And Argino knows, like, watching Han give his final sacrifice, uh, it, it was one of the most emotional moments I've had watching a movie. And I think you almost cried or, like, well, actually did I, cry in that I was, scene. I was... Uh, no, the only time I've ever cried in a movie was when I watched Toy Story 3. But it still <laughs> really hurts. So, but yeah, Han Solo is is still, like, one of my favorite characters in, in all of Star Wars. Okay, who's who's left? I think who's... it's you, Gino. No, no, you did Mando. No. Yeah, I said Mando, you said Han. Uh, yeah. I think Jules has his favorite non-force user. I already said it, I said Grievous. Oh, yep. shoot, so yeah. we've oh, all done it then. Riley. Oh, Riley, Riley, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so... A still... Tauntaun? <laughs> no, it's not a Tauntaun. <laughs> it's really hard for me to decide, because it's between... Well, the one that, like, everyone knows I like Boba, but it's hard for me to say he's my favorite. I know, Riley. I, you don't have, even have to say it. We know it's Miles Kanata. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Definitely 100%. Miles Kanata. Yeah. We can just edit or it now. purple hair lady from episode 8. Hold Admiral Holdo, or maybe Rose, Rose Tico, Rose Tico, definitely. Okay, but like Boba is definitely up there. But for me, it's it, it like my favorite. I want to give an honorable mention to HK, but that's because I have huge Kotor bias. That's also the reason I like Candros. But if I, oh, it's so hard for me to pick a non like a non force user because I like so many more non force users than I do like force users. Um, is HK the robot from Yeah, HK is the robot, you, the droid you never used. From Rogue yeah. One? No, that's k 2 no, I'm joking, I was, I was just trying to bust your balls. I hate you. I really like Boba, I really like Thrawn, but I think it's really, it comes down to Kandros and from KOTOR, and then a character named Cal Scarada from the Republic Commando novels. Because in my Ooh. opinion, those two are the epitome of what it means to be Mandalorian, and before they had the Mandalorian show, they those two characters were the absolute font of all of most man like knowledge of what mandalorian culture is supposed to be in the eu prior to yeah. uh you know all that retconning that everyone was so happy about um Ugh. so i don't know it's... yeah you can have two riley you can have those two. you can have two yeah so those yeah. two were i don't know i just the what they did for mandalorian uh mandalorian lore and culture is uh makes kind of like very special to me yeah, kind of set the stage for what we now have. I mean, they kind of swept a lot of it under the rug, but that's okay. Um, well, hey, it still influenced everything, right? So, yeah, I guess. And it's it's not that it's not canon. It's not that it's like if Disney doesn't put anything out that outright con, it's still canon unless there's something that out something new outright contradicts the old stuff. Yeah, well, that's the, that's that should be something we can talk in another podcast because I don't want to go on yeah. a forty minute tangent about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, about those two characters, I like them because they're basically grizzled old war vets with big dad energy. So yeah, after um, I guess now I guess we can like go into the uh, into the movie section of our program. Uh, yeah, stuck which, with us. Yeah, we have. I feel like we've already made it past this being a mini episode. Um, <laughs> Full on proper. 
Like, it, so, like, with, like, we can still, I like, what we should just 50. say, I think all we should say, we have a post after, let's just each say our ranking, and then what we think we would say is our favorite trilogy, and then we can have a, a discussion following that. All right. Okay. So you're ranking, and then what your favorite trilogy is. Shall I begin? Okay. Yep, Jules, yeah, you we'll start. get the worst out of the way. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's see. I gotta quantify this. I gotta think. So, mm. I gotta look at them. Sorry, I got, even though they're just numbers, I gotta all Skywalker saga movies, just so I have them on the screen. Clickety-clackety, look at them hackety. Okay, so here we go. Um, so I would say my number one, my favorite is like pretty easily episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Um, I know like plot wise, it's not the most concrete, but like, like I have the controversial opinion of, I think all Star Wars is pretty like, I love Star Wars with every fiber of my being, but I think all Star Wars movies are kind of a mess. And so I don't think Revenge of the Sith is any more of a mess than the ones that everybody else considers to be good. Um, I also personally just like the characters of the prequels like substantially more than the other trilogies, and Revenge of the Sith is easily the height of that that era. Um, and there's just so many fans, even though it's fan service, it's just so great. Like watching Yoda fight the Emperor and watching watching uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan fight and Grievous. So it's just so good. And then I would say after Revenge of the Sith, I'd probably say Return of the Jedi. Again, because I have hardcore Palpatine bias and Palpatine being in episode six makes it my favorite of the originals. And then following that one is probably episode five. Then what? I would, yeah. So it goes episode three, episode six, episode five, okay. right? Then it's probably episode seven, which I consider to be the strongest of the sequel trilogy. I know a lot of people think it's rehash, blah blah blah. I completely disagree with those people. When you actually look at things from a narrative standpoint, every single story in existence is like one of four stories or whatever one of six stories i can't remember what the number is but like i yeah it, it shares a lot of the same beats and i get that but like that was the point and there was enough different that i did feel like it was a, a different movie and i think people like to really like i can't remember the word i'm looking for the right word to describe what people do to it but it's okay i think people don't give it enough credit but anyway it was a strong start to the sequel trilogy after that in my opinion, it would go <laughs> Rise of Skywalker, which again, my Palpatine bias is showing, but I, as much as I think Rise of Skywalker was a bit of a hot mess, I also am forgiving of that hot mess because I know it was them having to pack two movies into one because The Last Jedi destroyed a lot of the seeds that were planted in Episode Seven. That being said, the one that comes after that one is The Last Jedi for me, because I actually did really like The Last Jedi. I just acknowledge that it kind of messed up the trilogy. Um, and then following Last Jedi, it would probably be A New Hope. 
and then it's Phantom Menace, and then it's Attack of the Clones. So just really? to reiterate, it goes Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi, New Hope, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. I agree. So, and yeah, and okay. what's your favorite, what would you say would be your favorite trilogy then? This is the this is the one where I can I can't even say any of them are my favorite trilogy. Like realistically, like I like make a lot of jokes, but if I'm being like hardcore serious, none of them are my favorite trilogy because this is my hot take, which you all know, but people at home don't know. I think the originals are the worst trilogy. But that being said, that doesn't totally align with my ranking because I put two of the three movies of the originals in my top three. So that being said, I don't know if that's fully true, but like, I don't think the originals are the best trilogy. I don't think they're the worst one. But this is the thing is, I would be inclined to say, well, if it's not the originals, I'd be inclined to say, well, the prequels are the best trilogy. But realistically, the only one I really love of the prequels, I love the world of the prequels, but I only really love Revenge of the Sith because the other two are my bottom two. The one that's consistent is the sequels, but I also in good faith can't say that the sequels is the best trilogy. Although I will say it just to get the rise out of everybody, um, which is, I guess, mathematically, the sequels are my favorite trilogy. But I don't think any of them are because genuinely, I think the originals are... I, As you know, I don't like the originals for one reason, one reason only. Which isn't that I don't like the plot. It's that I think all the characters in the original trilogy are boring. Every single character aside from one character, Darth Vader, is better in the other trilogy they appear in. Obi-Wan, better in the prequels. Um, Yoda, better in the prequels. Palpatine, better in the prequels. Luke Skywalker, better in the sequels. Han Solo, better in the sequels. Leia, better in the sequels. Chewie, not good at all because all he does is roar. So you shut your mouth. R2-D2. The best part shut about your mouth. Han Solo in the sequels is him dying. Okay, you know what? I'll give you this. C-3PO and R2-D2 Oh, that's the a only... kanji club. They're, they're good in the originals. They're the oh, ones that are in the club. originals. That's their best. <laughs> but that's, that's my argument. Because I don't like the core cast of the originals. I, I find Luke to be whiny and annoying. I find Han Solo to be stupidly overrated. And just like an asshole. And I don't like his character. I find Leia to be plain. And I just don't like her. The only character I really like, like in the sequels. Or sorry, in the originals is Lando. Lando's interesting. Like he's the only one I find interesting. I, but whereas I find Leia, Luke, and Han hella interesting in the sequels, I find what they're doing in the sequels way more interesting than what they were doing in the originals. And yeah, that's I like think just the style of movies being like, like I, back then, if you watched like seventies movies and stuff, like I a guess lot of so, them were like I, very like the characters were pretty plain. I guess so, but I'm just saying, like I think that a lot of the reasons people hate the sequels are the reasons why I like the sequels. Because I think a lot of what people hate about the sequels is the way they handled the original characters because people find them inconsistent or they do things that that you wouldn't expect them to do in the originals. But that's what I like about them because I'm like, these are real characters because they've gone through development over like an actual like era of a world that makes sense. Like They're actually challenging these characters and they're becoming interesting. Luke isn't just some 
poster boy Mary Sue, like I'm going to be optimistic about everything. He's actually like had to deal with the realities of the world and they've been become overbearing on him. And Leia's actually had to like become like a war general and make sacrifices the way that she never had to in the original. And Han Solo's actually had to grow the fuck up. And it just, yeah. it, I find them more interesting in the sequels. Yep. That being said, like I said, I have issues with the sequels because it doesn't feel like a coherent story because The Last Jedi kind of put a fork in things. Although I do like The Last Jedi. But so I for me, I don't I don't think I have a favorite sequel or a favorite trilogy. I think all the trilogies have good movies and bad movies, but ultimately if I'm going just by characters, I'm gonna say the prequels. Just quickly, like I think I'm not gonna say what my favorite trilogy is. I want to say what my favorite era of Star Wars is instead, because I think that probably makes more sense. So, but well, I'm gonna era, go like, from. Are you talking about era like in Star Wars or era when like in our world? Rise of Sky- the Skywalker Saga era. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna do my list from my least favorite to my most favorite. So I think. Uh, so I got my list here. Uh. My least favorite Star Wars movie, and like I think it's just the one that has the least redeeming qualities to it, and the ones that like I, I cringe the most or whatever. I'm watching it is it's Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace has got a few good parts, like Duel of the Fates and the Gungan March at the the end of the movie. Like those are awesome moments, but Jar Jar Binks is still not good for me. And like there's there's Child Anakin is just like it's the best part of that movie <laughs> no but like are you an angel that's the thing it's the sonic 06 of movies like it's just it's it's like it's just i'll try spinning star- that's a good trick if 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 no Yippee! one if it wasn't star wars it'd be t- like like if, if star wars wasn't big those movies would just like no one would watch them they're, they're still a joke like in a way but like anyways my for like child Mateo would would be upset with me right now, but my uh, second least favorite Star Wars movie is Attack of the Clones. I used to defend Attack of the Clones. Oh, you're going bottom to top. Yeah, I used Don't to defend with his favorites. Yeah, I used to I used to uh, defend Attack of the Clones a lot before. I'd say even before the the sequel trilogy came out. When we we did our rewatch of all the Star Wars movies leading up to Episode Seven, and I was, I was really on like I was pro Episode Two, and after watching that movie, I'm like, yeah, I it just, it would just slowly it would slowly lower down my or drop down my list, and I just it like, just at the point where like Hayden Christensen is truly at his worst <laughs> in Episode Two. Don't you say that. I know, I know what you're gonna say. I know, like, oh, it's it's like he's the like he's got a lot of memeable moments, okay, but like other stuff in there, like that movie would have really helped. Like it would have really benefited if Qui Gon Jinn came back, but like I know Liam, the whole Liam Neeson like accident thing happened, but like and like it's just it's I just the CGs that doesn't hold up. It's just there's a lot of things with, with Attack of the Clones, like. Anakin cutting like that CG pair, like it, it, it was just, it was so bad. <laughs> but, anyways, uh, now, 
I think it might it might eventually become my least favorite Star Wars movie because I've only seen it twice and I will and I still do not like this movie. I don't see what people see in it. It ruined an entire trilogy of Star Wars. It in its Last Jedi. I unlike Giuliano, I absolutely despise what they did with Luke Skywalker in that movie and his whole like the way his he basically the way Luke died in that movie I think is just completely unforgivable and like that's a complete slap in the face to one of the most iconic heroes in 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 cinema and Ryan Johnson and Di- like not Ryan Johnson Disney should be ashamed of themselves for not having a plan for this four billion dollar investment that they made when they bought Lucasfilm or eight billion dollars whatever it was it was four the the fact that they they just said yeah you can do whatever the heck you want and and didn't have a plan it not only messed up episode eight but it messed up episode nine but here's and... my question for you aren't these two unrelated things because isn't Luke Skywalker's death in episode eight completely unrelated to them not having a plan because no, no, this George is yeah. Lucas recently revealed that like he was killing off Luke Skywalker in his original episode eight scripts as well. Yeah. But was it so, done the that that same way? I just felt like I just no, did not, I, I doubt I it didn't was like, done that same way. But that's yeah, what I'm curious. I, I, I'm I just, just curious why you didn't like his death because yeah, I, I just know. thought I don't know. I I I felt Luke could have. I don't know. I I. I, I I, I just think don't that's like the, the fact... most Jedi way he could have gone out. Yeah, see, that's it. why. See, for me, like I really Luke was just that. like because he to was me... just too. He was just he he was just too like jaded and grizzled and just miserable and just that's what life does. Mark I, Hamill, totally Mark fair. Hamill didn't even like that. Like it's just no, but that's fair. Like I, the embodiment I, of I hope for this entire universe, but he, he was at one up. point. But he was at one point. But I understand. But but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not. I'm not. I understand Mateo not liking the characterization, but I'm curious about the death because I always interpreted what I like. What he I died. Liked. He died like I don't know. He died alone. He just I I don't know. I but just... he died performing what was in the films the greatest force feat of like all time. Like in the films, like in the context of the films, that's the greatest thing that anybody has ever done with the force, which is project themselves astrally across like a galaxy in order well, to like, you know, well, up until the, Rise of Skywalker, until Rise of Skywalker, where Palpatine goes full on, like, uses like, storm. But I was also, I was referring to Kylo using like, using uh force revive that every, every force user in KOTOR can get. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, I mean, I enjoyed Luke, like, I didn't enjoy Luke's death, but I wasn't as upset by it, upon, like, on my second uh, viewing of, of Last Jedi. But I just remember, like, that was, like, the Han Solo moment for me in Episode 7, where, like, I'm just, I can't believe this happened this way. It, just, it was just a shock, and I just, I didn't, like, that, that shock has dissipated since. But anyways, um... Like and those three movies, episode one, two, and eight, I'd say those are like my bottom tier. Like they're not good. I don't like them at all anymore. But and then uh, I have as my uh, my number six is episode four. It's the most like boilerplate Star Wars movie 
it's got everything in it, but everything else that's come since has done it better, in my opinion. Um, like I, I enjoy the original, the original cast, and like that movie's just so iconic. So for that, it's that's why like I have it as like the the lowest in like the mid tier of Star Wars movies. Uh, unpopular opinion, and I probably have it highest out of anyone here. But my number five is uh, is Episode Nine. Uh, I just like Giuliano said earlier is like all Star Wars movies have they're like they're all problematic story wise to some extent, and for me like the fan service in Episode Nine like was so good in my opinion that it like it it forgave all of that stuff like it made the best out of a really shitty situation and i'm able to see that and i personally like i personally think jj abrams should have had that whole trilogy to himself so like he kind of rushed two movies into like what he would have done in the second movie uh, and what he would have done in the third movie just made one movie like the title crawls like oh palpatine's back okay whatever Okay, like we'll just who cares? Like yeah, I was, it was very clear. I was at a I was at a point with Star Wars after Episode Eight, or like I just didn't care anymore. I'm watching it out of obligation, and that like that would have bothered me if Episode Eight was like Palpatine wasn't even if Palpatine wasn't even in Episode Eight, and they just did this anyways. It would have bothered me a lot. But now that like because of my the way I feel about Episode Eight, like I just don't care anymore. Just yeah. Uh, Between I that, want, I, want, I have one nitpick to, uh, with your what you just said. You say uh, all all of them are somewhat problematic. All Star Wars films, ex- you, you forgot you forgot to say except five because it's perfect in every way. But five was problematic when it came out. Like it was hella controversial. In any um, case, I put Red Skywalker at five as well. And um, I'd like to say I don't know if this is true of anybody else, but I've only seen Episode Nine once, and I'm scared to watch it, twice. it again. Yeah, I've, I've seen it twice. Seen it I'm going to be brutally honest. You guys know this, but the listeners don't. Rise of, Rise of Skywalker was my number three coming out of the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it was a three or four. Like, because I, I, I was always like, was it better than, than Sorry, episode seven? Go, I don't know. Me, yeah. But yeah, I think five is, like, it's middle ground almost, right? So it. Like, but you might then, have to um, blaze through the rest day eh? because it's yeah. getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So and then episode six is my number four. Uh, for the same reasons Giuliano said that Palpatine at its best, but like Ewoks kind of. Hey, no, no, no. Palpatine's at its best in episode three, but continue. Yeah, in the original trilogy, at least. And then episode seven is my number three for. Like I, I, everything you said about Episode Seven, Jules, were like people complain about it, saying, "Oh, it's a rehash." No, it. Yeah, I remember it, the word now. Yeah, people are reductionist when talking about that movie. They mm-hmm. reduce it to just it's just this plot, whereas there's so much more than just it shares a similar like, plot. Like Episode Seven, no joke. I'm willing to say this, but uh, aside from various D, like dc movies it was my most hype movie of all time yeah i was pretty hype that experience more than avengers and the thing is and the thing is that was one of the that... greatest movie going experiences i've ever had in my life was watching that movie would you agree with me on this too 
like the reason I think episode seven is so fond for me as well, like why it's number one for me is because I didn't come out of that movie disappointed. Like I really liked that movie and it was like, there was so much hype for that movie and so much fear of like, what if this movie's bad? And then we came out of it and it was like, this movie wasn't bad and actually set up a ton of good mysteries and sure all those mysteries fucking became shit when the other movies came out but the experience of after episode seven before we got the other movies was super compelling and like i feel like all of us were fairly invested in at least one of the characters and at least one of the mysteries i know riley really liked the first order i really liked the first order i i did like ray coming out of the first movie i liked her less after episode eight and definitely less after episode nine but like but like that's why that's why episode seven is so fond for me is because it lived up like it it almost like met expectations like it lived up to the hype for me. Quickly, because I have to talk about my two and my number one. But quickly, last thing about episode eight I want to touch out is that movie broke the 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 science or whatever you want to call it of Star Wars by having the kamikaze friggin uh the hyperspace kamikaze yeah. guys. I can't stand that i'm very but much anyways. an episode eight apologist that is one of my biggest nitpicks of that one. yeah so anyways my number two is empire strikes back uh probably the best star wars movie not my favorite uh and then because i'll probably if riley wants to talk about episode five i'll let him say it because it's all my opinions are basically his and once again episode three is my i agree with juliano it's my all-time favorite star wars movie that movie basically made me a fan of Star Wars. I was the right was the right we were the right age to enjoy that movie when it came out. Like like that was our era of Star Wars with the prequels and episode 1 and 2 are my least favorite, but episode 3 is my absolute most favorite. Like Obi-Wan, like I said, Obi-Wan Kenobi makes that movie fantastic. The fight scenes between Obi-Wan and Anakin and Palpatine and Yoda whatever. Order sixty six is gut wrench, gut wrenching, and <laughs> depends great. on whose side you're on. <laughs> well, I know. It, wow. Still, and Order sixty six is amplified by other media you watch or consume in Jedi Fallen Order, uh, Clone Wars, what have you. It's just seeing that event, and like even in Mandalorian, it's touched upon. Like it's that event, the ripples that that event had throughout the entire galaxy. It's just fascinating. So, and then my favorite era of Star Wars is the prequels. So, like, there's just, there's too much to, there's so much to love about the prequels. Now, especially since we've had uh, Clone Wars and, and, and other games and, and things like that. So, yeah, so that's my uh, opinions of Star Wars. All right. Um, for the, um, uh, for the benefit of the audience and, uh, the the runtime of this video here i'm just going to speed through with all of my uh, my rankings with one sentence or less my favorite one episode three it is the best i'm just gonna say that <laughs> episode five i have written down i am your father that one moment um you had all the mystery with boba and stuff uh luke coming to You've grips already failed your challenge Damn it. <laughs> okay, yep. I'll, I'll explain later. And end up for one. No, you can episode, keep going. Six, episode six, where they should have left it. That should have been the end. That's where they should have left it. Episode seven, it is a copy-paste of episode four, but it's shiny, new, and fun. Uh, episode four, 
is coming right after that. It's where it started, and it's basically this, and it set in motion all of this. Then I have episode two, and this is kind of like my bottom half. I have too much. I've written down too much sand. Um, Episode nine, too much fan service comes after that. Episode one, Jar Jar is weird. Kid Anakin is annoying. And eight, now it's worth it. <laughs> I think that's the worst li- one of the worst lines ever spoken in Star Wars. I'm sorry, that, like yeah. just Rose is awful. Rose in is that awful. Movie. Maybe they could do something with her in Rose comics is awful. or whatever. But Casino Planet is bad. The entire Rebel arc is awful. Like it, it the entire thing could have just been, yo, this is the plan. And literally, the entire movie doesn't need to happen. As if purple hair lady is just like, yo, this is what I'm doing. Let me tell you what's going on. Let me fill you in with the plan instead of like... But then Poe Dameron doesn't learn his lesson. And it was more important to discipline yeah. and teach Poe Dameron a lesson than to protect yes. But that Protecting your like... entire multi-quadrillion or whatever credits worth dollars worth of like ships ammunition Credit. lives don't like i'm sorry like pole learning his lesson is not worth the life of my entire crew and army well, it's not to admiral Hulk, it is it is, it is, it is not worth it decision anyway For... uh my favorite trilogy i will say is um is the prequels because the memes are the best prequel memes are inherently better than sequel memes and original trilogy memes that's why I'm putting it there, even though I have five, six, and seven in the top, in my top five, all in quick succession. Really? Just the prequel. Can I just say before show. Riley starts, just to to rebuttal something Gino said? Yeah. Now it's worth it is not the worst moment of episode eight. Now it's worth no, it's like the, maybe the line that I put. Now it's worth it because I knew Mateo but would get a rise. The worst it. moment in episode eight by far again is a rose moment. It's the moment where she oh. like stops Finn <laughs> from from like making a noble sacrifice, which would have actually worked for his character arc. And and then what was her line? Something like, "If we can't protect the oh, people, it's, uh, that's not. This is how we win. Not by destroying yep. what we hate, but by protecting what we love." Something like that. They did nothing with yeah, that. I think that's exactly the line, Riley. <laughs> I think you got it exactly. You got it perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that was one hundred percent. That's the worst one. Anyway, Riley's yeah. rankings. Let's hear. I am probably going to explain at least a little bit of why I picked what I did. So but I'm Riley, do... quick, make no. it four for four for Revenge of the Sith is number one. That, blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry to disappoint you. That is not going to happen. But so I'm gonna you pull. You are lost. Follow follow suit from Mateo and start with my least favorite. Work my way up because it builds more suspense that way. And to start start things off. I'm gonna have. To, I think this is the lowest it's been. It's episode nine for me. I did not like episode nine. To I mean I understand. You liked it after the movie. Yeah, but upon reflection, and also that's not true. I liked parts of it. I didn't like the whole movie. You know why? I really did not like the ending. I didn't like how how. And again, what I'm going to say is it was kind of destroyed by my expectations of what I thought that movie should have been, which I know isn't yes. really fair to the movie, but that's it colored my judgment of it going forward. That's I really fair, didn't okay. like the ending. I didn't like how they just retconned over all of what I found the interesting parts of episode eight. 
Um, I thought they missed a lot of opportunities to actually be interesting in, in, and instead opted to go for fan service. Like, I thought the... Just, I was excited when I thought they killed Chewie. Like, I was happy. I was like, cool. I didn't expect that. And they're like, nah, don't worry about it. He's fine. Thank like, God. I thought it was just... Yeah, but that, that's just a cheap, ooh, a scare moment, but then with no repercussion whatsoever. I thought that was just... It played it too safe with a lot of the things. I thought the ending with Palpatine and Ray was cheesy, and, like, I can go on a tangent about this movie. It's, it's bottom tier for me. To not like it. Next one is episode one, for all the reasons people stated. I mean, I, there are parts I like, not very many. I find Anakin funny. I like I like imitating Boss Nass from time to time. And uh, Watto. Forget about Watto. Watto's, yeah, Watto's fun. I like going... <laughs> that's fun to me. Yeah, um, that is very fun. Yeah, that's, that's about all I can say for one. It was... I think it, it definitely was the first Star Wars I saw in theaters. But it doesn't get many nostalgia points for me for that. Um, next is, uh, episode seven. I, uh, wow. yeah, I do not, I, I don't know if you could tell us, but in general, I don't like the sequel trilogy that much. Uh, my problem with seven is I don't think it's a bad movie. Like when I first watched it, I thought it was really cool. Um, but upon rewatches now, I, whenever I watch it, I just find it boring. If I'm being honest, like whole parts of the movie I can just do without. I like any part with Kylo. I'm just like the very beginning. I like a lot with Kylo. Um, and I like watching the First Order blow up a whole bunch of planets. That always puts a smile on my face. Um, but, I don't know, just... Tell that to Kanja Club. Yeah, that, that, that line I also, I also enjoy. But a lot of Episode 7 I just kind of find boring when I rewatch it now. It has some cool effect. Like, I think the thing I found most interesting about 7, honestly, the, the thing I found coolest about it was how much weight they gave to the feel of blasters which is not a thing that I don't think any of the other movies really did. Mm-hmm. Like, when someone gets hit by it with a blaster in that movie, they go, like, it looks like it does a lot of damage, which is like how they've always been portrayed in other media. and the other Yeah, movies. with, like, Chewie's blaster. Yeah, the bowcaster, where it, like, sent people the flying. Yeah. I like that little detail. I didn't like, and this is a precedent it's set for the rest of the sequel trilogy, they seem to nerf the damage lightsabers did by a pretty significant margin, which I thought was kind of dumb. Finn should have died. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Finn should have died. Honestly, probably Kylo should have as well, but whatever. I I like Kylo, so I'm okay with him surviving it. But yeah, a bunch of characters should have been dead. Uh, moving forward, after seven is episode two, um, which is probably the highest anyone else put that because I don't know. I no, like I put it. I put it at my fourth favorite. Also, I think this is okay. You had it higher than me. This is my no, like okay. probably like fourth. I put it like fourth last. Sorry. Okay, so yeah. then we're tied for it. But anyways, I there again, it's another movie where there's parts I thoroughly enjoy and some parts where I'm like, eh, but I have a lot of nostalgia for it that doesn't transfer to episode one. I there's I because of how they portray Django, it's always been I've always found that really cool. I like the idea of the clones. The uh Padme Anakin romance is pretty cringe, being honest, but mm-hmm. there are the parts on Tatooine I liked with them. I like Anakin's whole spiel about murdering Tusken Raiders. You know, that's very meme-worthy. Um, what else do I have to say about that? Hmm. Oh, and I think Obi-Wan is great in that movie. Oh, hmm. I, I just forgot to mention, with episode two, I think the Battle of Geonosis might be one of the best action scenes in in Star Wars. You're talking I... about... 
Okay. Like the yeah. whole thing. The whole thing. I think the, the whole thing, factory, the as someone once said, looks like a bad PS2 cutscene, which I yeah. kind of agree with. But the, the stuff after that is pretty good. Yeah, I'm talking about like the stuff in the Coliseum with like focusing on like them like getting attacked by the animals, like the suspense of that, and then when the the clones and the the Jedi come, like I think it's really cool. But... Yeah, I I agree with that. I liked a lot of the stuff on Geno's. It's like I think Episode Two gets a bad rap. Like I understand there's parts of it that are pretty pretty painful, and a lot of the acting is kind of wooden. But I feel like that's a lot of Star Wars has that, and I think that one gets picked on unfairly. Well, those two things you just said, that's the entire Adam, Anakin Ad, uh, Padme love plot in that whole movie. It was too long, <laughs> and, and Hayden Christensen it, was a stick. <laughs> I I mean, I admit, it's also really weird to me that Padme, see, the, the, the turning point for when Padme seemed to fall for Anakin was after he butchered an entire village of people. But Yup. Whatever. Sometimes apparently people are turned on by psych- psychopaths, but that's okay. Um, moving forward, the next one I'd say is episode four. That's another another one where I'd say like it's hard to say a bad thing about it, but I also think other movies do do what it did better. It's the first one, obviously, has some great moments. I like the Death Star run is, I think, iconic in cinema. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know what a lot I, of elements want... of episode four are, like super iconic in cinema. Yeah, that yeah but just it's another instance where i like the movie i it's definitely not to the same extent but sometimes when i rewatch it, i'm a little bored going through it i know that's blasphemy to say and i i still love that movie but sometimes it's just like and everything post tanta 4 like everything on tatooine until they get on the millennium falcon i'm like do i really have to watch this again i don't know if anyone else feels like that it feels like feels like when you play a game and have to watch the tutorial or play the mm-hmm. tutorial. That actually, that's a very good comparison. Some sometimes I feel that way sometimes, but I think when I do feel that way, that's a fantastic comparison. Yep. Uh, next one is episode six for me, and so I really don't like, like six. Yeah, I really like the thing I think about six. Why? What holds it back? Like, I think it has some of the highest highs of the series. But the Ewoks are also one of the slowest lows, in my opinion. Like, Ewok stuff is, to me, like, almost episode one level. Eh. I, I don't like Ewoks. Um, but I think the, the battle in the throne room is amazing. That whole finale, honestly, even the Ewok stuff, when it's combined in that finale, I, I think that's a fantastic job. Like, every character of the main cast gets to do something important during that, and I think that's really neat. Uh, I think it has really good emotional beats with uh, Luke and Vader. Palpy gets to do his Palpy things, which is nice. And then I really like mm-hmm. Jabba's palace because uh, yeah, I was about to ma- yeah. I was about to ask and you something about that. The fantastic um, musical numbers in that. Yeah, Riley, can you uh, can you? And that's only in. Okay. Do you, do you guys want a salacious crumb uh, impersonation? Yes. Yeah. Something <laughs> actually, we we need to hear it. <laughs> yeah, it gets me every time. It's so good. Yeah, I, I think Discord may have like. Um, yeah, I might have overloaded a little and bit there. Drums, but I apologize. Okay. And I apologize, but um, but oh, uh, hey, some people absolutely hate like the CG add-on, <clears throat> the CG add-ons that George Lucas put on in the original trilogy. But I think it really helps Episode Six. I think that's and, if I'm full disclosure. I don't think I've ever seen it without the CGI, so I don't. Yeah, have anything it's really hard to like every re-release. Almost every re-release has had the CG and like now, like I think adding we the, the number actually see the the original. Yeah, ones. the Max Rebo Band is great. 
Max Rebo Band, yep. Okay, I got to hear number three. My number three, I yeah, so this is this the number three, number two change for me depending on the day, but I feel like today is the day where number uh, episode three goes at number three. Only because we all said number one, but yeah, continue. also that becoming a bit of a contrarian, but yeah, like I, I can't say anything bad about episode. I love episode three. Um, I know where then other what's people. Episode, then what's number two? You know what episode two is. It better not number be two. Episode two is number two again. No, but Damn. anyways, what? Well, as anyone who's watched movies with me knows, I laugh at really bad moments, and episode three has a lot of those. Like Jules, <laughs> Jules will attest to this. I la- like. Actually, I'm not getting into specifics, but episode like Order sixty six is one of those moments where it always puts a huge smile on my face, even though it shouldn't, because I'm a bad person. Yeah, um, Riley laughs at at like highly emotional deaths in most movies. It's apparently it's a problem, but he destroyed the Amazing Spider-Man two for me upon laughing. <laughs> that movie destroyed itself when Gwen Stacy yeah. snapped her neck, and I was mortified, and he just laughing. But to be Jules. fair, I understand why he was laughing because it was like it was like the it was not a good movie out. up until that point. Also, I also had that moment in episode nine when Palpatine did the Force Lightning. I just looked over. I was laughing so hard. That I was pretty was funny. This is uh, wacky. <laughs> But yeah, so I really liked um, Order 66. I think Jedi are kind of pompous dicks, so don't mind watching that. Um, I liked Anakin's arc. I like a whole lot of that. Like I like the fights. I like Palpy. I think the opening scene is really cool. The the dog fighting with the uh, Jedi starfighters is neat. With fire, oh. fire, fire, was it fire rescue? That uh, movie, that oh. of all, in my opinion, <laughs> part of the reason why Episode Three is so good is because of all the Star Wars movies. I would say it's the only one that doesn't really have a boring segment. Like, there's no weird like subplot where they get trapped in a crater or they're just like biding time on a planet. Like, I actually feel like the whole movie is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I I mean, I think sometimes that goes against, like, it's to its detriment because it never gives us time to focus on one thing that's really interesting. Like, I would have liked to see more of Anakin's attack on the temple instead of it flashing away all the time. Riley, let's be honest, you would rather see more Anakin killing younglings. I'm neither going to confirm nor deny that. <laughs> um, and I, another two? thing I like about 3 is I think it's the most, it's it's oh. definitely, of all of the movies, it's the most tragic. Which is, I... I like. Yeah. Okay, it's the what's one where two? you come out of it feeling bad. Oh. Unless you're a Palpatine or like Dark Side fan, in which case you can kind of come out of it feeling <laughs> feeling a little chipper. But uh, yeah, I really like episode three. I wish I could put it higher, but right now I feel like I have to defend my number two, which is. I know it's going to. I might get flack for it, but it's episode eight. I think episode eight gets. Of all the Star Wars movies, I think it's the most underrated. Sure, admittedly, it has its flaws. There's certain things when I rewatch, I hate. Like, I don't. A lot of Holdo's decision making, I I find questionable. I think the uh, the hyperspace thing is uh, kind of game breaking and dumb, and it bothers me to watch sometimes. And the uh, as Mateo, I know it's Mateo's favorite part, but I'm sorry to bash it. I think that Casino Planet does get a little uh, a little dull, and it's I hate the Casino Planet. I, I'm well aware that was a joke. Um, yeah. I think it was unnecessary and it dragged on a little too long. Like I understand what they were trying to do. I like the um, 
the message they were trying to give with uh, Benicio del Toro's character was a DJ. I like the yeah. trying to implement shades of gray into Star Wars, which is usually um, very black and white. Um, and I like episode two, episode eight, because of how subversive it tries to be. Like I very much enjoyed Luke's characterization. I think that's a realistic, um, realistic, agree. realistic evolution of someone who, for his entire life, succeeded at almost everything. With everyone looked to as this hero, and then he failed really hard, and he hated himself because of it. I think that's with that much regret and grief. I think you could easily become like that. You don't know what it's like to be Luke Skywalker, so don't judge him for how he turned out. All right. It's very like, and it's also what's not what's incredible about it. Upon hindsight, is like knowing that Snoke was an agent of Palpatine. It's ultimately. Palpatine figure and like that's the thing is Palpatine figured this out before he died in episode six is he was trying so hard to turn Luke and he wasn't able to tempt Luke the only time he was able to to get a bit of dark side out of him is when he talked about like turning Leia because for Luke what what shifts him to the dark side isn't failing like he himself failing it's him failing others and so, like, that moment, that glimpse of seeing how he could turn Luke played into his plan of, like, if I make Luke feel like he fails his his nephew, that's what's going to gonna destroy him. Is ultimately, it's like there's no other way to corrupt Luke other than making him feel like he let down the people he loves. All right. Well, I wasn't going to say that because I don't like the fact that Palpatine was shoehorned into Nine. You, I know you don't, but I'm just saying, like, upon hindsight... There's some some like interesting stuff there. Anyway, the, before you say your number one, can I just throw something I, there's in? There's still stuff about eight I want to talk about. Sorry. But go oh, okay, go ahead. Well, sorry. Another thing I want to say is I very much like the characterization of Kylo in that movie. I like well Kylo yeah. and Ray. I think uh, it was interesting seeing Ray go through a training. I like their little budding romance they had. I thought it was kind of cute. Um, I like the twists and turns with that and i like kylo's development i after episode eight i was soup like i was the biggest kylo fan because i was excited for where it go next with his story Be, him being supreme leader of the first order i thought at that point he surpassed vader he'd done what vader could never do which was kill his kills master yeah it seemed like he was beyond redemption it felt like they were it felt like they were going to go in a direction after episode eight where like they weren't going to pull vader with him and he wasn't going to be redeemed yeah, and, and I, even if I was, they did redeem him, like I wish they had done like a a non Vader redemption, not like redemption. I didn't like how Kylo. Kylo climbed to the top and then was immediately made into a bitch again. But in episode nine, yeah, um, just completely unrelated, but made me think about something when you said shoehorn Palpatine. What I like about Star Wars is that even when they mess up and shoehorn things into the movies, they do a good job of expanding on them later. Like as we're seeing not, in the Mandalorian, and with not the during though, not during. But one thing that apparently just got revealed in the comics, which I like, and this was something that people had said like early on, because people were like, "You think Palpatine just started making that fleet after he died?" Like, no, that was always his end game. Like that's what people were saying. They're like, Palpatine was a master planner, and if you think that he wasn't planning the final order from like the very beginning, you're wrong. And they actually just revealed that in Star Wars now. It's like, like literally, like he goes 
to Exegol with Vader, and he's like, yo, look at these starship fleet I'm making. And he shows him. I mean, that, I mean, that's a pretty big retcon, I reckon, but... Yeah, but there you go. Uh, before you went on that tangent, what was that? What was I saying? You're um, on. You're on number one now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I really like eight. I like a lot about it. I think it gets too much flack. Should give it another try. Stop hating it just because it's different. Uh, yeah. Number one, obviously, Empire Strikes Back. It's just like the character development's fantastic. The cinematography's fantastic. The mu- introduced the Imperial March, which is possibly the most iconic cinema score of all time. Boba is cool. Boba is cool. But anyways, like I I don't know what I can say about 5 that does it justice. I think 5 is just the epitome of what a Star Wars movie should be. And I I I will die on this hill. I think episode 5 has the best lightsaber fight in the series. It is a good one. Not because it's not about the lightsaber. It's about the dialogue. That too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but the anyways. choreography is not the best, but the fight itself, mm-hmm. like that scene, is my favorite of yeah. the scenes featuring lightsaber fights. I don't know if y'all could tell, but uh, the original trilogy is my favorite. Shoot. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, we've yeah, I been talking I... for quite a while, so I feel like we should wrap it up. But mm-hmm. I feel like we all had some pretty good opinions. Mine was obviously the best one, but. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Viva la sequel trilogy, and. Um, we hope you enjoy your May the 4th. Hopefully some cool Star Wars stuff gets announced today because we actually are recording this like literally it, it's May the 4th like as we... As of right now, it. yeah. It's like We're, past midnight, so... Yeah, so we are... But we hope some stuff gets announced today and maybe if there is, we'll have a follow-up episode. But now you know our yeah. Star Wars opinions. Now you know who to like, who to not like. Now you know who to take seriously, who to not take seriously. And, uh, you know... Like, subscribe, follow, comment. Watch Unless you like Spotify, episode one, or don't. <laughs> yep. And as always, if you support Gino, um, unsubscribe. If you like Gotham, unsubscribe. If you like Halo Four, unsubscribe, please. Halo Four isn't that bad. Halo Four is pretty bad. Is it Gotham level, Riley? Yes. Is it Mateo? Barbara? Mateo? No, it's is not. It... Is it Barbara Keen became the lover of Rachel Ghoul and stabbed him in the heart? Who's Is Barbara Fish Keen? Mooney? Um, uh, Gordon's Jim wife. Gordon. Yeah. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. It was great to have you. We'll That's see you next terrible. time. Bye. Uba. That's bad. Fuck! I forgot about Uba. Uh, we should insert a Tuscan Raider, Gino. <laughs>